In Dinesh D'Souza's 2,000 Mules, a team with over 40 years of experience investigating election security and election fraud, provide crystal clear evidence that the 2020 election was rigged. They did so by focusing their investigation on only 2,000 individuals, a small percentage of the entire operation. These 2,000 individuals were tracked via cell phone data and video surveillance cameras, which clearly shows them knowingly committing voter fraud over and over again, while photographing themselves doing it, all acting as mules, delivering ballots from Democrat-aligned NGOs to official ballot boxes in the 2020 election. 2,000 felons caught on tape. This movie provides smoking gun proof that the 2020 election was stolen. Warning. The following may contain strong language, political views, and humor some may find offensive. The following also reports raw information unfiltered and uncensored. Use your own discernment as you see fit. Viewer discretion is advised. We have an army of digital soldiers. What we are now, what, what we call, I call them, because this was an insurgency, folks. This was run like an insurgency. This was irregular warfare at its finest in politics. Have you taken the red pill? That means not taking the blue pill and waking up to the fact that what you've been told is often wrong. I mean, bless the mic. <laughs> Yeah, we in here. That's right. We are in here. Welcome to Trump Mafia Radio, a show that pushes for the truth, questions known liars, and fights for the America First agenda. And now, here is your host, the Underground Pundit. What's going on, Patriots worldwide? I am the Underground Pundit, and you are listening to Trump Mafia Radio. <laughs> I was debating if I was going to get on here and do that. I got to, man. Patriots worldwide you are listening to <laughs> I hope when uh, these libtards that are obsessed with my show listen to it, I just hope their heads explode when they hear it Trump Mafia Radio Get that macho man going Radio Oh yeah Macho man <laughs> I figured I would start the show off with some good news Over two thirds of Republicans Think Biden should be trial Tried for treason <laughs> That's right so in reality, it's probably more than that. Um, 
So obviously, if they want him tried for treason, they want him in peace as well. If the Republicans get power of the House. Our job is right now to make sure we don't get some mamby-pamby-ass Republicans like up there in Pennsylvania. You got two globalists, one that served in the Turkish military. Is that true? What the hell? You got the other one. He's By the way, he's a dual citizen to Turkey. Okay, well, he's taking care of his mom. Okay, well, move your mom here. Does Turkey have... He's like, oh, I, I'm a dual citizen so I can help take care of my mom. Well, bring her here. We got better health care here, better everything here. Why wouldn't you just bring your mom to America, bruh? Right? Then you got this globalist, sniveling little piece of trash. Looks like a troll. Straight globalist. World economic forum. And then you have Kathy, what's her name? Barnett. I've been following her for weeks now. Quite frankly, played a clip of her calling them out for being part of the World Economic Forum. So our job right now is to make sure we don't get some Mitt Romney, Jeb Bush, uh, Mayor of Jacksonville, Florida type Republican. Kemp, Georgia governor. That's what our job is right now. It's the only reason why I'm a registered Republican in Florida. I'm not a country clubber, bruh. I mean, I'm doing well for myself, but I'm not a part of the, the plaid plant, the plaid pants crew, Okay. They hide behind them. I'm not going to get into it. But there is a war going on amongst Republicans right now. It flares up all the time. And we have our differences because we're not a cult like the Democrats that are really ran by the internationalists. Two-thirds of Republicans, probably more than that, think Joe Biden should be tried for treason. That's progress. Because you even have the Sean Hannity uh, viewers, you know, grandpas and stuff. They were like, F Biden. And it was because of what happened in Afghanistan. Ever since then, everyone's saying F Biden all the time. F Biden this, F Biden that. She's like open about it. Old people you think would never be saying stuff or saying, let's go Brandon in church. (laughs) Knowing what it means. I mean, no one likes this guy. They stole the election. We know that. 2,000 mules exposes it. They sampled 2,000 people and what they were doing. And they found out that there was 2,000 felonies. 2,000 felons committing all types of felonies. Excuse me. I can't talk right now. Been a while. I'm a little rusty. You know what I mean? So if... We really want to make a difference in this country. It matters right now. And I understand Trump endorsed. What's his face? The dual citizenship guy with Turkey. I understand that Oprah's best friend, Obama's best friend. I get it. My opinion what's going on with that is Trump has a problem with being too loyal sometimes. Okay. I understand loyalty is a good thing. But this is politics. This isn't uh you know, whatever channel they worked on together. If you get that guy in there, <laughs> you might as well. He's, what he has said about abortion on the show, what he has said about gay marriage on the show. I haven't heard anything conservative on his show. I haven't ever. People have been trying to find anything conservative that he has ever said on his show. It's not to be found. 
So, no offense to him, but this guy is a dirtbag. And the other guy's even worse. I mean, the troll-looking piece of trash. Have you seen this guy? He's unelectable. They're running around saying Kathy's not electable. Look at yourself, bro. You look like you should be living under a bridge, a troll. I don't even know what his name is. McCormick, I guess. So it's hilarious because they're spending all this money attacking each other. And she's just slipping through with like 160 grand. They're making themselves look like assholes because they are. And she's the one that's benefiting from it. <laughs> bravo, bravo. I guess um, their primary is this Tuesday, so we'll find out. And I guarantee you behind the scenes, Trump likes her. And Trump's definitely going to endorse her and help her win if she does win the nomination in Pennsylvania. Let's go ahead and run some of these clips. Y'all got to hear this. Um, it's really interesting what's going on. You got Sean Hannity, the wall banger. I always bang walls and hammers and drywalls and waders and a wall banger. That's what Savage calls them. <laughs> Look, I don't have a problem with Hannity personally, okay? But politically, we got some issues. This guy loves war in Russia. This guy is obsessed with any kind of Republican establishment rhino. He carried the water during the Bush years, okay? He's a water carrier, and so was Rush. But Rush was exposing the New World Order and the globalists on his way out. Rush was definitely going hardcore. Once Trump got in office... He started exposing the deep state. That was a conspiracy theory up until recently. Don't forget that. Hannity, but Hannity, every night when Trump was in office, we got them this time. They're fully exposed. Stay tuned. We're going to get them. We got them. You ain't got shit, bro. You ain't got shit. Because the system's so corrupt. And now, every time I turn on Hannity, all he's talking about, he's bashing Kathy Burnett. He's supporting war in Russia. He's talking about vaccines and saying it's bad that Kathy said that Obama's a Muslim. I mean, he said he was a Muslim getting interviewed back in 2008. My Muslim faith. And the guy literally corrected him. Can we play that clip? Let's find that clip. Let's go back and play that. All right. But so... What is the deal with Hannity? <laughs> Hannity was saying that he was born in, uh, he grew up in Kenya and he was a Muslim. I mean, Hannity was saying all this a while back. Now all of a sudden it's bad for Kathy to tweet that supposedly. Like, I don't even know if she ever said that or not. I don't know. So the wall banger just needs to keep his mouth shut during these primaries because the Patriots in this party are awake and they're not going to go by what some water carrier said for bush all right sorry we need to walk as free people we need to remember that the constitution that covid does not trump the u.s constitution those are some very key lessons that we should have learned coming out of this we should have also learned what kind of leadership we really need at this moment uh, we lived through two years that felt like literal hell jumped out 
on top of us with Democrats putting their foot on our throats, putting their foot on our businesses, their foot on our economy, their foot on our children. We should have learned a very valuable lesson of what kind of leader we need at this moment. We need people who are going to be fighters. We don't need people who are globalists in the way that they have lived their lives and ran their business. And although I think you're a magnanimous individual, but you and your corporation, McCormick, you are a part of the WEF, the World Economic Forum, you as well as you, um, uh, Oz, uh, they're both part of the World Economic Forum. This is a very serious organization that has uh, an, a, a mindset of pushing globalism and ESG, environmental social governance. Okay, thank you. And we Ms. need to be mindful thank of you, that. Thank you, Ms. Barnett. Fifteen second quick response, sir, McCormick, Mr. McCormick. Well, listen, I've run, I've, I've run two businesses wildly successful businesses. I'm not going to apologize for my success. I have done business around the world. It makes me uniquely capable of understanding the global world that we work, that we live in. I've served in the military. I've served in combat. So I know how to deal with the challenges we face. All right. And just like President Trump, that experience is going to make you. me a better senator. But that didn't have anything to do with the world economic Thank you. Form. Let's continue on with Mr. Bartos. Let him have a turn to speak. I don't give a damn if you served on the moon. You're part of the World Economic Forum, which is equal to or serves right under the UN. There's a lot of people that have served that sold this country out. Look at some of them that were senators <laughs> voting down uh, getting rid of Obamacare. You know, stuff like that. A lot of traitors come out the military. And listen, I'm pro-military, but I'm just saying, you served in the military. Okay, well, you also served in the World Economic Forum that pushes globalism, that wants to destroy this country so they can swoop in and be the savior. We see you, bro. I know what you are with your pointy eyebrows, okay? You're four feet tall. You think you're powerful. You think you're the shit. You're nothing. And y'all can't see it in the video, but... When he's like, I'm proud that I served in the Globo. Like he turns and looks at it like Globo. Just rubbing it in her face. We see you, bro. And that's between you and God. The fact that you are a traitor. And you want to help push in a one world system. Knowingly or not. Maybe he doesn't know that. I don't know. But he looks like he does. He looks like someone that would sell this country out. He looks like a sniveling little piece of garbage. And he turns to her and he says, Global. He's proud of it. Dr. Oz is just sitting there. Why is Dr. Oz running anyway? What kind of joke is that? Okay. I mean, he's, is he compromised? Is he being forced to run? Is the Patriots, is he compromised to the Patriots? Does Donald Trump have something on him that's going <laughs> to... Is Trump doing what the establishment does to these uh, Democrats? Who knows? Maybe Trump's got something on Oz and he's forcing his ass to run. <laughs> the bottom line is this. His best friend is Oprah. Alright? And and to me, that's more of a problem than his ties to Turkey. Alright? If you know about Oprah and what she's been doing behind the scenes, hand-selecting and grooming and everything else i don't want to get into it but the fact that he's best friends with her and obama that's really running this country right now i have a problem with that i have a problem a big problem i don't care who endorses him you understand 
This lady's a patriot. If she wasn't in the race, I could care less about this race. You understand? I care right now. Enough where we're talking about the first thing on the show. Let's go ahead and run some more clips. Uh, you know, she's a fighter. That's what we need. Not some manby pamby troll looking piece of garbage. Globalist. Run some more clips. Just run them. I, I saved them in the. Yes, just run all that. Whatever you see, just run it. Talking about she's unelectable. You're unelectable. You sold this country out. You're part of the problem. The World Economic Forum, United Nations, all of it. You're the problem, bro. You and the people you represent are the problem. Not her. You're unelectable. One candidate or another, um, I definitely oppose Dr. Oz for a lot of morally unacceptable reasons. And I did that prior to any further endorsements that were made of him. I came on here in War Room day one and said, this guy is not one of us. He's Oprah's lawyer. He's pushed transgenderism for children. He's pushed Roe v. Wade. He's pushed gun control. This is not our guy, right? Then you've got another guy who's a hedge funder, CCP ties, BlackRock ties. You know, we have issues with that, even though he does seem to be a traditional conservative. And then you've got Kathy Barnett as well. And so what they're doing to Kathy Barnett is, Steve, as you just said, it's the same thing to do to Donald Trump. It's the same thing to do to me. This is the fine people hoax on steroids. They are going into videos and they are clipping things completely out of context where they took a video, Steve, where she was criticizing Black Lives Matter and criticizing the defund the police movement, and they changed it to make it look like she was in support of those things. And quite frankly, look, they say that Satan is the father of lies, and I think what they're doing here is incredibly immoral. So what I'd like to do with my time is just to push back on that and say, yo, guys, pull it off with this. This is a primary, right? We are all on the same team. We are all on Team America. Okay. We're all on this program in the past i've had her on my radio show she's a very impressive person an incredible life story but because she was polling so low so low uh, just until the last week or so uh unfortunately kathy barnett has not gone any kind of vigorous rigorous she was polling low because she doesn't have a ton of money she doesn't have a ton of money because she's not bought and paid for like the other candidates i mean that's common sense bro of course she's polling low she started doing well when she annihilated your two buddies that are globalist world economic forum members okay that's what happened she smacked them around and now she's going up in the polls keep it going vetting Oh, really? In 2020, she was not a serious candidate in her congressional oh. race. Uh, she lost to a pretty weak Democrat by 19 points. And now we are uncovering. Yeah, and Donald Trump lost in that state and is being proven right now that they stole it, you jackass. Has he not seen 2,000 mules yet? That's what it's all about. You don't think that has something to do with her losing? I mean, these Republicans are just scared to admit it. They stole the election. I know you're not allowed to mention it because the lawyers won't allow you to on Fox News. But Pennsylvania was stolen. And so was her seat. Trump lost in Pennsylvania because it was stolen. What the hell do you think? Are you just going to ignore that fact? I guess so. Keep it going. Many troubling comments and tweets. 
Oh, tweets. You sound like CNN right now, Hannity, and you look like Rachel Maddow. Okay? Y'all look like brother and sister, and you could literally go on MSNBC right now and say what you're saying. Her tweets? Her tweets are offensive that she did five years ago? Give me a break. Come on. Oh, bad it is. She has never answered a many tweets. It wasn't that important when they stole it from Trump and her, was it, Hannity? You're, you're scared to talk about that? Why aren't you talking about 2,000 mules? Why aren't people asking uh, Rachel Maddow's older brother? Why is he not talking about it? Why does he care what his lawyers say? If he's such an honorable guy, why don't he at least talk about it on his radio show? Because he's controlled, bro. Anyone that's been on this channel for this long, anyone that's been in some type of power for this long is controlled. Is he a good guy? I'm sure he is a good guy. I'm not saying he's not a good guy. But he won't talk about the documentary. Why? Okay? I know he tried to expose what was going on with Seth Rich, and he backed down. Okay? He backed down. He To the same lawyers telling him not to talk about this movie. So for him to bring that up, you lost by 20 points to a, a, a weak Democrat. And just ignore the fact that the election, the election was stolen. And then you get on here and you start talking about her tweets. Come on, man. It, uh, likely render her unelectable in Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. Now, this is a must-hold Senate seat if Republicans have any chance. Yeah, she'll be unelectable if they steal it. Yeah. Anyone's unelectable if they're openly stealing elections that you're scared to talk about because the lawyers control you. Of taking over the U.S. Senate in the midterms. Yeah. This is a tipping point inflection moment for this oh, country. Yeah. Every one of these races matter. Yeah, they do. They really matter. Do we want globalist World Economic Forum, uh, Mitt Romney type Republicans that are totally compromised? Or do we want a fighting patriot that doesn't give a damn what people like Sean Hannity think? Be clear. Be Just clear. And many others. Let me be clear. He looks into the camera real serious like Rachel does on her show that she only does once a week now. <laughs> Did you hear that mad cows? He's only on there once a week, man. <laughs> Sanity's sister, bro. Find her unelectable doesn't mean I want Kathy Barnett canceled. Uh, that's what the left does. Most of these. Yeah, you just attack her with a bunch of lies and shit out of context, right? Comments and tweets. Oh, comments and tweets. These comments and tweets. These tweets and comments. Extremely controversial comments said over and over and over again. Oh my gosh, these comments are controversial. Heartfelt beliefs. Heartfelt beliefs. Around the country, you need to know the cold hard truth. Let me put it very simple. You got the truth, right? I don't see any scenario where Kathy Barnett can win a general election in Pennsylvania. So he's got the truth, just like um, Iraq having nukes that you were on your show every day pushing, that Iraq had nukes and we need to invade Iraq. So you have the truth, right, Hannity? You're the truth. And every day during uh, Trump's administration, you're on your show talking about, we got him. We got him this time. We got, you ain't got shit, bro. The system is corrupt as it gets. You ain't got nothing. Except your little show where you bash Republicans about their tweets. 
And then he looks in the camera real serious. Let me be clear. Give me a break. Let me get specific why. First <laughs> I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> let me be clear. He said that a minute ago. Then he just said, let me be specific why. I mean, he, he has some hatred coming, man. I guess the people that control Hannity really don't, are scared of this girl. They're really scared of this lady. <laughs> in recent years, she engaged repeatedly in some pretty very controversial... Controversial? ...gays and lesbians Ooh. and Muslims. Muslims? And she makes no distinction, for example... Oh, my gosh. Islam and radical Islam. Rachel Maddow. Religion. On Twitter, Sounds like she Rachel. Asked her followers to pray for her because oh my gosh, was about to board the plane to California, and quote, there was a homosexual female on the flight. In 2015, she. Wow, that outrages Hannity. 2013, Hannity went back and found a tweet in 2013. Please pray for me. We're about to be poor <laughs> homosexual. In 2013, that was humor, you schmuck. 2013, I'm looking at it. March 26, 2013. She tweeted this. We got her. Don't they know what they're doing? They're just going <laughs> to. I can't wait till next week's show when we're talking about how she's a primary winner. I can't wait. Quote Obama did what he does best, shoving his homosexual agenda down everyone's throats and paraded a slew of, quote, gay people before the Pope, whatever that means. She also heavily insinuated Obama was a horrible gay Muslim. <laughs> Obama is horrible on all measures. <laughs> all things that are homosexual. <laughs> all things that are Muslim. Also on Twitter, Barney. Uh, by the way, I mean, you can look into it for yourself. I don't know if it's true, but it's been reported that there's gay bathhouses that Obama hung out all the time. In Chicago, you can find it for yourself. You can't go on DuckDuckGo anymore, uh, but you can find it if you look close enough. <laughs> so um, he openly said, "Where did we ever find the clip?" All right, we're gonna play it in a second of him talking about his religion. Okay, there's a lot of things that I don't even want to talk about right now, but what <laughs> what she said is not. <laughs> Compared to what these people say about Melania Trump and Donald Trump and his kids and any other conservative, this outrages Hannity. Look at him. This fake outrage. All right. Seemingly called for Islam to be banned in the United States. Uh, that, in other words, will eliminate the First Amendment to our U.S. Constitution. She also posted this disturbing image politicizing 9-11. Oh, I posted that before. Terrorists standing over... The rubble on ground zero holding a sign that reads, vote Democratic, now we need your help to kill you. There's certainly a better way, perhaps, of expressing a view that Democrats <laughs> are weak on national security, don't you think? Yeah. Meanwhile, she also compared Islam to Nazism, told her followers yeah. that it was her right to discriminate against Muslims, and during a lengthy video posted to her YouTube page, she referred to all of Islam, Islam as depraved and evil. Take a look for yourself. 
There are a lot of truisms I can talk about in regards to Islam. I spent a number of years studying it and reading the Quran, talking to Muslims, to, just to get an understanding. Because it is the mindset of a Muslim is very different from the mindset of Americans. And that's the reason why we cannot fully understand the level, the depth of the depravity, the depth of the evil, because it's just not a part of the American fabric for the most part. Look, she's entitled to her opinions. I believe in freedom of speech. No, do you? An entire religion. Uh, I don't think that's going to get anybody elected to any office, any place, anywhere, and it will undoubtedly hurt her in a statewide election. Perhaps this is the reason why she lost so badly in 2020. Now, oh my God! Very outspoken. We condemn radical Islamists. We we don't attack good people of varying faiths, and there are good people in every faith. I was raised Catholic, but I'm very critical of the Catholic Church because of the Kathy did. Look, opinions can change, people evolve, that's okay, but there are so many questions, so many controversies. Yeah, there's so many questions like, why did you support the war in Iraq? You know, with no evidence. You know, that's the question I would like for him to answer. Give me a break. We got to move on. I'm sick of talking about this guy. Sick. Oh, here's the article right here. To Tucker Carlson's credit, he did invite True the Vote Catherine's Edgar Bright, whatever her name is, on the top rated program the day after the premiere of the movie at Mar-a-Lago. But then Saturday night, election integrity investigator Greg Phillips, who was top investigator in the film, told the audience that the 2000 Mules virtual premiere that Fox lawyers are keeping the film off the channel. And Danessa Souza later added that Fox News would not allow Kathleen to mention the name of her film in her interview with Tucker Carlson. So like I said, the lawyers are controlling what people in Fox News are saying, like Sean Hannity. He can't discuss the 2000 Mules documentary that's fully vetted as he likes to say all the time is fully documented and it's the truth instead he's on his show bashing other republicans saying stuff out of context and attacking them saying they can't be elected even though dr oz is a joke and is not a damn conservative there's nothing anywhere to be found of him saying anything conservative up until he decided to run for Senate. He's not from Pennsylvania. Either is the other guy. This lady is. It's only one choice, man. One choice. But you got to ask yourself, why is Fox News scared to talk about the 2,000 mules? Well, they obviously think they're going to get sued. Okay, well, everyone gets sued all the time. If you want to be irrelevant and stay on top of breaking news, you risk that. It's not Fox News reporting it. They can report on what the re you know what the report of the documentary is what's wrong with that i don't understand fox news is like wwe you know sean handy was telling you every night that they got the evil democrats this time when trump was in office it was a keep your ass set in your couch set in front of your tv and not worrying about what's going to come next 
Trust the plan, right? Very similar. Trust the plan. Sit back and not do shit while they rape the country, steal elections and everything else. Well, you know what? I can't trust that plan. Can't trust that plan. And Sean Hannity is the same thing. We got them this time. It's just to keep us divided and it's to distract from what's really going on. And what's really going on is they stole the election, including Kathy Barrett's Congress seat. All right, let's move along for real this time. All right, I'm being told that we do have the clip of Obama talking about his Muslim faith and uh, step all over us. What's his name? The Clinton operative that used to run the war room for Clintons. He's interviewing Obama and he corrects him. You mean your Christian faith, you know, not your Muslim faith. You know, we got to get that straight. Let's go ahead and play that. What I was suggesting, you're absolutely right that John McCain has not uh, talked about my Muslim faith. And you're absolutely right that that has not Christian come at my, my Christian faith. And, well, what I'm saying is he has it's suggested that I'm, right. that I'm, that I'm uh, a Muslim. It's not really... Anything, probably, because he thinks he's God. You seen the way he stands in front of pictures with his head up, looking at the sky with his hand, you know, with his fist balled up on his hips, looking at the sky, and they take a picture from a side view. Like, he's just looking at the sky. He's just so immaculate. So, Obama, he's too good for any religion, because he's God. <laughs> That's the way these Democrats act. The guy, when Trump took office, the guy moved around the corner in Washington, D.C. with Valerie Jarrett. Right? And literally plotted and pulled strings and ran the deep state the whole time Trump was in office. Okay? He's not a good guy. He's the guy that's really in power right now telling Uncle Joe that makes all these mistakes. He's just an old guy making mistakes. Yeah, okay. You keep thinking that, bro. Just like trusting the plan and trusting Sean Hannity's gonna get to the bottom of it. You keep doing that. Meanwhile, we'll keep being raped. The way you respond to this is what I'm doing. Okay? Do a show. Do a channel. Do something. Post stuff. Try to tell people what's going on. Peacefully exposing these people is how you defeat them. Not ignoring it. Ignoring it has gotten to where we're at right now. All the boomers always ignoring problems, watching football, okay? This isn't the time to be watching football. This is the time to get in the game, the real game of life, of defending your kid's future and representing this country the way it should be represented, not the way... Biden, the puppet, represents it. <sighs> I can't even talk. It's embarrassing. <clears throat> so, you know, is it out of context? Obama's saying my Muslim faith. He's like, well, I meant, you know, that's what McCain's insinuating. McCain never went there, bro. He never said one time anything about Muslim this, Muslim that. Obama wanted his dumbed-down supporters to think that. No one gives a damn what your religion is, your sex, your preference on anything when it comes to this we want you to do a good job and not sell this country out to china and to the globalists which is what obama and the democrats have done 
along with Fauci and the rest of them. Gas prices are breaking records in price right now. Americans are suffering. And Turtleneck and his boys are going to Ukraine to do a photo op. It's pathetic. And I'm fed up with it. And I'm thankful Rand Paul stalled it out. Hopefully we can put the brakes on it permanently. But right now it is stalled out. And everyone needs to understand that we are trying to go further in debt. Increase our inflation so we can save a country based on a proxy war. It's not even a war. If we want to declare war, just declare war and go take care of it. You're more likely of getting it done than funding Nazis over there in Ukraine. They're literally, not all of them, but there's a lot of Nazis over there. And the CIA's funding it, bro. And now they're asking for $40 billion more dollars. That money is going to the State Department. Nask Zelensky. Or whatever the hell his name is. He doesn't want to compromise. He's not backing down. He wants war. Okay, well, let him fight it out. Why are we going further in debt and creating inflation, spending how many billions already? Rand Paul started out. Let's go ahead and play that clip. Senate vote on the Paul Amendment with 60 affirmative votes required for adoption, that the bill be read a third time, and the Senate vote on passage of the bill is amended, if amended and that the motions to reconsider be considered made and laid upon the table, all without intervening action or debate. Is there an objection? Madam President. Senator from Kentucky. Reserving the right to object, my oath of office is to the U.S. Constitution, not to any foreign nation. And no matter how sympathetic the cause, my oath of office is to the national security of the United States of America. We cannot save Ukraine by dooming the U.S. economy. In March, inflation hit a 40-year high. Gasoline alone is up 48 percent, and energy prices are up 32 percent over the last year. Food prices have increased by nearly 9 percent. Used vehicle prices are up 35 percent for the year, and new vehicle prices have increased 12 percent or more. Yes, inflation doesn't just come out of nowhere. It comes from deficit spending. The United States spent nearly $5 trillion on COVID-19 bailouts, leading to one of the highest and most sustained levels of inflation in U.S. history. Americans are feeling the pain, and Congress seems intent only on adding to that pain by shoveling more money out the door as fast as they can. This bill under consideration would spend $40 billion. This is the second spending bill for Ukraine in two months, and this bill is three times larger than the first. Our military aid to Ukraine is nothing new, though. Since 2014, the United States has provided more than $6 billion in security assistance to Ukraine, in addition to the $14 billion Congress authorized just a month ago. If this bill passes, the U.S. will have authorized roughly $60 billion in total spending for Ukraine. For those who say this is not enough, for those of you in this chamber who say that our military spending is never enough, Let's put $60 billion into perspective. According to Elias Youssef, a security assistance at the Stimson Center, Kiev would become the largest yearly recipient of U.S. military aid of the past two decades. Except for the top five countries, $60 billion is more than every other country in the world spends on their entire military expenditures. If this gift to Ukraine passes, 
our total aid to Ukraine will almost equal the entire military budget of Russia. And it's not as if we have that money lying around. We will have to borrow that money from China to send it to Ukraine. The cost of this package we are voting on today is more than the U.S. spent during the first year of the U.S. conflict in Afghanistan. Congress authorized force, and the President sent troops into the conflict. The same cannot be said of Ukraine. This proposal towers over domestic priorities as well. The massive package of $60 billion to Ukraine dwarfs the $6 million spent on cancer research annually. $60 billion is more than the amount the government collects in gas taxes each year to build roads and bridges. The $60 billion to Ukraine could fund substantial portions or entire large cabinet departments. The $60 billion nearly equals the entire State Department budget. The $60 billion exceeds the budget for the Department of Homeland Security and for the Department of Energy. And Congress just wants to keep on spending and spending. Our allies and partners have sent aid to Ukraine. Some of them even broke long-standing traditions by sending military assistance. Germany, Poland, the United Kingdom, and others are stepping up to defend Ukraine like never before. In other words, it's not all about us. It isn't that we always have to be the Uncle Sam, the policeman that saves the world, particularly when it's on borrowed money. Yet the United States accounted for nearly half of what's been spent so far. With a $30 trillion debt, America can't afford to be the world's policeman. The U.S. is trying to recover from the $1.6 trillion we spent on wars in the Middle East, not to mention the $5 trillion borrowed for COVID. We should not forget that the Soviet Union collapsed in large part, not because it was defeated militarily, but because it ran out of money. In an attempt to save Ukraine, we will doom, or will we, doom the United States to such a future. In the past two years, the U.S. has borrowed more money than at any time in our history. We are already experiencing the greatest rate of inflation in over four decades. The assault on monetary discipline is untenable, and it cannot go on forever. Unless we put an end to the fiscal insanity, a day of reckoning awaits us. Congress should evaluate the cost of continuing down this path. The biggest threat to the United States today is debt and inflation and the destruction of the dollar. We cannot save Ukraine by killing our economic, our economic strength. So I act to modify the bill to allow for a special inspect inspector general. This would be the inspector general that's been overseeing the waste in Afghanistan and has done a great job. So therefore, I ask the senator to modify his request so that the Senate proceed to the immediate consideration of calendar 368 H.R. 7691. Furthermore, that the Paul Amendment the desk be considered and agreed to the bill as amended be considered read a third time, and the Senate vote on passage of the bill as amended with a, with a 60 affirmative vote threshold for passage. Does the leader so modify his request? Uh, reserving the right to object. It's clear from the junior senator from Kentucky's remarks he doesn't want to aid Ukraine. That is not the, that is not the case for the overwhelming majority here. Again, all he will accomplish with his actions here today is to delay that aid, not to stop it. It's de aid desperately needed by a valiant people fighting against authoritarianism and defending democracy. So I will not modify. Is there an objection to the original request? I object. Objection is heard. And he's absolutely right. We're going to Give money to Ukraine. That's actually going to go to the State Department, by the way. CIA, Deep State. And then they will pick and choose who gets the money. The $40 billion. 
So it's not technically going directly to Ukraine. Okay, it's going to the State Department. They'll give them some, but guess what? They're going to want some in return. The deep state's going to definitely get some money back in return. So my whole thing is this. If we want to go to war with Russia, just declare war with Russia. Quit funding these groups that some of them are Nazis. Literally, literally they're Nazis over there in Ukraine that we're funding. The CIA is funding. And... It's just ridiculous. We're going to give these people $40 billion. America can go over there and take care of it pretty damn quick. I don't want no war with Russia. But what they're doing right now, funding these proxy wars and been funding these proxy wars for a long time. So what Rand Paul is saying is absolutely right. We're going to borrow money from China so we can turn around and give it to Ukraine when Americans are hurting here in America kind of fucking logic does that make none and you saw schumer well that's fine you can slow it down but you're not gonna be able to stop it we're getting this money through we're gonna fund it we're gonna start a war world war three with russia you understand me i'm a loving liberal i'm a peaceful liberal that hates war but i'm funding it and we're gonna give it to them Deep state operative right there, man. Chucky Schumer. Dirt bag. Straight dirt bag. All these loving liberals in Congress voted for it. I think we have 52, 50, right around 50 Republicans did not vote for it in Congress. Okay? But all these loving liberals definitely did. Rand Paul started. The sad thing is, Chuck Schumer's right. He stalled it for now. But they will get it through. Because they're obsessed with funding wars. And Americans don't give a shit. Even though it's at the bottom of our list that we give a shit about. Ukraine and the war over there. People still don't give a shit that they're trying to give away the whole damn house. And and the kitchen sink to it. And it's not even our military fighting these guys. We're funding some proxy war. Is beyond ridiculous and it makes no sense because it's corrupt. That's why. They're talking about Ukraine's under attack. We're under attack. Joe Biden cancels oil gas leases in the Gulf of Mexico and Alaska. Gas prices going through the roof and it's going to continue. McConnell and his boys are flying to Ukraine for a photo op while Americans are suffering. What do you do when you go to war with the country? You go after their energy. What did Joe Biden do? First thing he did was shut down all the pipelines. Millions of jobs gone. Thousands of pipelines shut down. Not just the Keystone Oil Pipeline. Thousands of pipelines were shut down. Set to... (laughs) To jack the price up of everything. It set it all up perfectly. Because it was designed that way. And until gutless Republicans understand what the hell's really going on. And Joe Biden's just not some jackass idiot making mistakes. We're never going to win an election. And we're never going to deal with reality. And the reality is the decision has been made to shut this country down. Collapse the economy. And bring in a one world system that we're all begging for. Do you understand how it works now? First thing you do is shut down the energy. It's been done already. 
Second thing you do is dis- disrupt food distribution. And that was through COVID. And now all these food, process- uh, food processing places are blowing up. Excuse me, I can't talk. I'm getting so worked up. <laughs> Third thing you do is wipe out the middle-aged men and... They're dying every five minutes from fentanyl. The borders are wide open, but we want to send $40 billion to protect Ukraine's borders. Why people are dying and suffering in this country. These people are a joke. And these are the same people that shut this country down for a long time to disrupt the supply chain. We're now dealing with a lot of that now because of what's going on. And guess what? China's over there doing the same thing now because this is war. They are on a mission to shut this country down. Do you understand? But we still have a chance to expose them for what they're doing. And we still have a chance to defeat these people. So get off your ass and politically get active. I don't give a damn what's going on in this country that they're going to try to blame us for. You're not getting our guns. You're not doing shit. Other than being exposed for what you are. Corrupt and A lot of you are maybe just incompetent, but there's a lot of corrupt, evil things going on on both sides. And I don't give a damn what's going on in this country. You're not taking our guns. You understand me? People get shot up all the time where I'm at, probably where you are at. Any city in America, people are getting shot because violence is going up through the roof. And the last thing you're going to do is take my guns. You understand? Or take anyone's guns. Because the more guns that are out here in good people's hands, the more protected me and my family are. You understand how that works? One out of two people in this country, in my state, have a gun. You're not going to take your guns and then leave the borders wide open with no food on the shelves. It's not happening. You're going to be defeated. You're going to be exposed. And we're going to win. Because that's what we do in this country. We win. We rise up to the occasion. And we get the job done. And yes, it's really bad. I can't think of a time that has been this bad. Throughout the history of this country. We are on the verge of collapse. You understand? And that's not an over-exaggeration. So I'm sorry something else happened. Some, uh, you know, I don't even know all the details. I don't know and I'm not getting into it because people are getting shot up all over this place. I have people that I know personally that have died from being shot up. People I've grown up with have been shot up. People I know close has also been, has died from fentanyl as well. So yes, it is bad, but you're not taking the guns with a wide open border and no food on the shelves. Because when there's really no food on the shelves, it's going to create zombies, man. And I'm not playing, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, I don't know. But it doesn't look good, okay? And this Ukraine thing is a big deal. And we're going to expose these people for what they are. They want us to submit, they want us to roll over and die in a ditch. I don't think so. You want population control? It's not happening, man. It's not happening. Yeah, this is kind of neat. What is it? Oh, it's from New Guinea. It's a ceremonial spirit box. Wow, that's cool. What do you do with it? You put your weed in there. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you. This is neat. Is this from South America? You bet. That's a Yanomanu ancestor idol from Brazil. 
It's carved from deer bone. They only make one every seven years. It's really rare. What do you use it for? You put your weed in here. <laughs> okay. No problem. Where's this from? Oh, it's from Borneo. It's for a Sulawesi puberty ritual. It symbolizes the journey into adulthood. Really? Yeah, and you put your weed in here. So this has actually been used in puberty rituals? Yeah, and you put your weed in there. Yeah. Thanks. No problem. Hey, uh, excuse me. Oh, this is great. You put your weed in here. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> Actually, uh, I'm looking for a gift for my mother. Is there anything in here that doesn't involve weed? <laughs> well, you can get her this. It's a Senegalese talking drum. Only the head shame in the Senegal is allowed to use it. Wow, that'd be great. She might like something like that. You know what I'd do if I bought it? I'd put my weed in there. Yeah. <laughs> right in there. Fuck Biden, they gon' try to censor this one, yeah Fuck Biden, stop whispering in little kids' ears Fuck Biden, he been making this shit worse all year Fuck Biden, he don't love America and it's clear What's worse than a liar, than a cheater, than a thief, uh Look it up, there's proof that he's all three Fuck Biden, you soft, you making us look weak Fuck Biden, always looking like a pedophile You are listening to Fuck Trump Biden. Mafia Radio The took over Afghanistan days after Biden pulled the troops He working for the riches and the Clintons I don't get it, what's the mission? He a bitch, so he won't never tell the truth Nah, we ain't get the decision Liberals had that shit rigged and they were switching the votes and hacking up in the Dominion. Need to take him out the White House and throw him in prison where he belongs in a cold cell. Sick. Gotta call it how it is, dawg. This man is an idiot. He can't even form a sentence, dawg. This man is illiterate. We get fucked and stuck with Kamala. We get rid of him. Ugh. What the hell of a predicament? Every time I'm scrolling, see his post, it ain't nothing but trolling. America ain't fucking with this guy, that's a fact, and he know it. Middle fingers up, here's the way we feel about you, Joey. Fuck Biden, they gon' try to censor this one, yeah. Fuck Biden, stop whispering in little kids' ears. Fuck Biden, he been making this shit worse all year. Fuck Biden, he don't love America, and it's clear. What's worse than a liar, than a cheater, than a thief? Uh, look it up, there's proof that he's all three. Fuck Biden, you soft, you making us look weak. Fuck Biden, always looking like a pedophile creep. Fuck Biden. I do not accept, I do not respect. Like who would protect your whole administration? Haven't you heard? There's evidence out that you do not deserve to be president. We have you are listening to Trump Mafia Radio. So the Twitter deal with Elon Musk is now officially on hold. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna burn it all down more than likely. Let's just get rid of Twitter, man. How about that? Let's just expose the fact that there's a high percentage of people on Twitter that are bots. It's not 5%, I can promise you that. There is millions of bots on Twitter, and they use it to persuade so-called public opinion. They magnify it to make it look like it's mainstream opinion, but really some leftist communist piece of trash. And they force corporations to buckle all the damn time. And they're buckling to a bunch of bots. <laughs> I mean, and Elon Musk is exposing it. Is he going to buy Twitter? More than likely at a way lower price than what he was talking about to begin with. 
But if anything, he's going to expose the fact that there are a bunch of damn bots. And he must have found this out about the same time he tweeted, if I die mysteriously, nice knowing you. And probably about the same time he started finding that out. And I'm sure he started getting death threats about that time as well. They do not want it exposed that they were banning conservatives and replacing them with leftist bots to make it look like majority of people on Twitter are center left or far left. So they ban a conservative, they replace them with a leftist bot. That's what was going on. And he's in the process of exposing it. And all I can do is sit back and enjoy it because there's a reason why conservatives numbers were going through the roof on Twitter is because they're trying to get rid of all the evidence. Because see, if he exposes that there is a way higher percentage of bots on Twitter, that is you start getting into fraud territory. And that of <laughs> SEC, all that shit. So he's kind of putting them in the corner now, isn't he? Brilliant. Moving along, there's already an uh, investigation in Arizona based on the documentary 2000 Mules. It's a direct response to the documentary. So that's good news. You know, you always hear the media and even people on Fox News saying, there is no evidence that the election was stolen. Well, there is now, schmuck. Let's go ahead and run some of the clips off of this documentary. It's already brought in $10 million. It's only been out for, what, a week and a half? It's the most profitable documentary in a long time. Go ahead and run that clip. Is all basically the same. You've got three key components. You've got the collectors, the people grabbing the ballots. You've got the, the amalgamators or the stash houses, as we called them in the movie. And then you've got the mules, the people actually taking them from the ballots from the stash house to the drop box and dropping them off in mass. And, and we saw and these weren't all. just isolated events. I, I believe in the in the film in, Dinesh, in D'Souza's film, you you talk about how this was a stolen election by increments, increments that were systematized. That's exactly right. We called it a thousand front war because there were thousands of these insurgencies around the country. All of them operated a little bit differently. They, some of them paid more, some of them paid less for the ballots, but it was all basically the same thing, driving toward the same goal. And if we're to use this analogy, it's like the cartel, where the cartels paying exactly. the drug runners were essentially the NGOs paying these individual people to drop off multiple ballots in these ballot boxes. There is no question this was organized crime. It was too controlled. There was too much similarity between them all and how they did it and where the money came from. And and I think in retrospect, when, when America has, a, has an opportunity to just take a step back and look and say, my gosh, what in the, what in the world really did happen here? Because I think everybody or you know, most Americans, uh, save the media and maybe the, the far, far left, know something happened. They don't know what, they don't know to what magnitude, but they know that something happened in this movie. 42 people that went to an average of 24 drop boxes in eight organizations during a two week period. Let's move over to Arizona. How many mules in Arizona? A little over 200. 
a in, little over 200. In, in Phoenix alone. The reason I think this is all very significant is because these were very close states. Then you moved on to Wisconsin. But our initial look was in Milwaukee. Gross numbers were a little down, but the average number of visits to the drop boxes was up. So instead of having only 24 unique visits, I think we averaged 28. I mean, in maybe Wisconsin. I've heard people in Milwaukee are really hardworking, and maybe they just went overtime. <laughs> and then let's go to Michigan. Uh, we have more than 500 meals that we've identified in Michigan. Again, the number of boxes is lower. Now, where in Michigan? Uh, Detroit mainly. But we have people in Detroit that went to more than 100 drop boxes. Let's go to Pennsylvania, critical state. I think it was Pennsylvania that really gave Biden the election. Philadelphia alone, we've identified more than 1,100 mules at rates well beyond anything. Well, almost a year ago, I did go brief uh, Governor Kemp's office, um, his chief of staff in particular, uh, as well as the head of the GBI and three or four representatives from the GBI um, a year ago, and they chose to do nothing. Um, uh, it wasn't until Donald Trump mentioned this situation at a rally in Georgia in late September that they decided to do anything. Uh, so they waited four or five months, and then the what they did literally was go down and rather than um, investigate and look at all of this, they chose to, to pull the metadata from the file and burn me, burn a couple of my analysts by name in the AJC. And you just can't make this stuff up. And now what we're dealing with is um, we made a, a, a formal complaint to the Secretary of State on uh, December 1st of 2021. So what is that? It's been about six months or so. Um, it was only a handful of days before the movie was released that they reached out to us, except what they did was they reached out to us with some subpoenas, not about our complaints, but trying to get me to turn over my sources and the, the witnesses who came forward uh, and who came forward you know, not only with a commitment from me that I would never burn them, um, but with the expectation that they would never be burned. This is a very, very dangerous escalation in this. I believe that somebody's going to get killed if they're not careful. These people are stupid. The, 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 the investigator himself and the people who fashioned this subpoena are going to get someone killed. They don't understand what they're dealing with. I'm not going to reveal the source. I don't care what they do. They can cuff me. I'm not revealing the source. But why should we even be doing this? A decade. Wow. Just crossed $10 million in gross revenue. Um, and look, for, a, for the Titanic or big Hollywood movie, that's not a big number. But for a political documentary, it's kind of unheard of. And especially because the documentary hasn't had the normal type of mass theatrical release, which I've had for my own earlier films. We had a limited theatrical and we went on a very adventurous road. Let's have the film on Salem Now, SalemNow.com, and also um, on the Rumble platform called Locals. And that's just 2000mules.locals.com. And then, of course, DVDs. So, and nevertheless, with this kind of 
strategy of putting the film on uncancelable platforms, it is it has taken off. And not just we're not just talking about the revenue. I'm always happy to like pay back my investors, so they'll do it again. But um, also in terms of influence, it really reshaping the way people think about our elections, really changing the debate on what happened in the 2020 election, all of that. Now, there have been various sort of fact checks now on the film, PolitiFact, AP, The Washington Post. I'm going to come back to The Washington Post to fill a bump of The Washington Post in the next segment. But I want to talk now about a couple of, um, well, just responsible questions raised about the film by Ben Shapiro uh, and by others. Uh, one of them is simply this. Um, hey, uh, Dinesh, we do not see in the film the same guy uh, making multiple trips to a Dropbox. In other words, making more than one Dropbox visit. The same guy, not different people doing it. And we know that you have geotracking showing it, but we don't see it. Now, the, this is true. But let me tell you why it's true. And um, it's true because most of these Dropboxes, sadly, have no surveillance footage. They just don't. And so even though the geo-tracking, by the way, the geo-tracking is more reliable than video footage for the same reason that DNA is more reliable than an eyewitness. DNA shows you you'd left a hair or a drop of blood in the crime scene and, and, and it's, it's your DNA, you were there. Now, an eyewitness could be mistaken, it could be people who look similar. Um, so eyewitness evidence is good on top of the technological evidence. So if, if geo-tracking shows a mule going from one Dropbox to another, to another, to another, let's say between 2 and 3 a.m. in the morning, and it turns out that on the fifth Dropbox, there happens to be surveillance footage, and you know that this guy was there at a specific moment in a day and time, and you look on the video at that day and that time, and there he is, boom, you've proven your case. You've established it clearly. The geotracking supports the video. The video confirms the geotracking. So it seems to me what Ben Shapiro is kind of asking for is unreasonable. It's kind of like saying you've got a serial killer. He went to five different homes and committed a murder. He left his DNA, by the way, at all of them. We have the DNA. We know he was there. Uh, and Ben's like, well, wait a minute. Well, I don't see video of him in all five homes. Well, yeah, that's because there's only one home that had cameras. And he is on the camera at the exact time that you would expect. There he is. Uh, but because the other homes didn't have cameras, I can't show you him, even though I can prove definitively through technological evidence that he was in fact there. Now, all that being said, yesterday I received from Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips of True the Vote a screenshot, this is a screenshot of the video, of the same guy uh, on two separate occasions, two different outfits, stuffing ballots, multiple ballots in his hand, in Dropboxes. And I posted that on social media. You can look closely at the photo. It's evidently the same guy. So it turns out that we do have uh, at least one case well, we of a guy, same Joe guy, right. on more than one occasion stuffing a ballot box. Got more votes than Obama did in 2008. You're right. We apologize. Jill Biden sold about 2,000 copies in her first week of her book. But yeah, her husband won in the biggest landslide known to man in the history of voting ever. He got more votes than Barack Obama in 2008. You're right. We apologize. <laughs> man, they think you're stupid. 
We got the evidence, you understand me? And then just to listen to Ben Shapiro, what is his deal? I want to see video footage of every single Dropbox. Where's the footage? Where's the video of this guy? I mean, he's just weak, man. Weak as hell. And that's the problem with Republicans. Manby, pamby-ass Republicans. Just stick to debating college kids, all right? Because you, you can't cut it. The bottom line is this. We know what you did. We know how you did it. And you're going to be exposed. And people need to go to jail. And there needs to be more investigations. FBI needs to do their damn job. The DOJ needs to do their damn job. People need to start coming out and whistleblowing bare minimum. I understand. People that run these institutions are corrupt as hell. I understand that. But people at the bottom need to start whistleblowing bare minimum. These people are criminals and they're going to run this country to the ground. Because the people that control them want that. Are you going to sit back and let that happen? I'm going to speak out. I'm going to politically fight back because that's all I can do at this point. I have kids and I care about their future. I care about your kids' future. I'm going to put it to you like this. We're not going anywhere and we're fully committed into exposing y'all for what you are. We know what you are. I see you. I see you, man. In one way or another, you're going to be judged for what you did. You sold this country out. Either in this life or the afterlife, you will be judged. And you will pay for what the hell you did to this country. You understand me? To the good people of this country. We see you. We see all y'all. And you're going to be defeated. See y'all next week. This is Trump Mafia Radio.